I'm your host, Nathan Batty, and this is the second episode and what is hopefully many more to come. If you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more, please be sure and subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends and family members so that we can help build our following and get the material out to more people. You can subscribe by going to iTunes and clicking on the subscribe button there. In our first episode, we talked about basically our goal of hoping to uh, inspire people to love to read more. And today I want to talk about some of the means through which we are going to reach that goal. Let me give just a little bit more background on why I've decided to start this podcast. A couple years ago, I decided I wanted to encourage some young guys to read more than what they had been reading. And I kind of introduced them to some new authors, maybe help them learn some things that would excite them and provoke them to do some further reading and studying on their own. So I decided to start some reading groups. I started to do it on Monday nights and then on Thursday nights later as it grew. And what I would do is I would pick a book that I thought guys need to read, and I would assign it out, and we would I'd give them you know reading assignments, one or two chapters, anywhere from 25 to 50 pages a week. And they would have to go and they'd have to do the reading on their own, and maybe answer some questions in a handout that I gave them. And then we would meet together in a video conference once a week for about an hour and discuss what we had read. If they had any questions about the reading material, they were free to ask those questions. If there were things that they objected to, we could talk about their objections, whether they were valid or invalid. Uh, We could have open roundtable discussions of the reading material, talk about our likes and our dislikes, you know, everything you do in a reading group. As I started doing that, I had some guys that became very regular participants. I've had guys that have been doing it with me now for about two years. Uh, Some guys are able to do it for a while, and then their their regular job picks up to where they're not able to do it for a period, but they'll come back around. I keep it to about eight to ten guys per group so that we can have good discussion where everybody feels able and willing to participate. And... Uh, We cover a wide variety of topics. Uh, I like reading about biblical theology in particular. We'll talk more about that later on the podcast episodes. But anyway, um, it was a good way to introduce some guys. And I discovered there are some guys that really enjoyed doing that and learning from it. And so it's it's encouraged me to kind of take it a step further and try to reach out to some others and try to influence them to like to love reading as well. By the way, if you're interested in participating in one of my reading groups, Again, I keep it 8 to 10 people, and so we're full up at the moment. Um, But if there is an opening, I don't mind building a waiting list where people can get on the waiting list to to join in with one of those if they want to. Um, My rule is, if you're going to participate, participate. If you do not participate, I can drop you from the group. Or if you drop yourself from the group, then you're dropped. And you can opt back in at some point, but there's going to be other people waiting ahead of you in the line. So I just kind of give you full discretion about that. Anyway, I do those reading groups, and um, I hope that as I I go through this podcast that 
we can share some of those same experiences of learning new things uh, by encouraging you to do some work on your own. Okay. So a couple of ways that we're going to go about doing it. Uh, I'll just list several different areas of focus that we're going to cover in these podcasts. First of all, is going to be uh, book re- reviews and book recommendations. Uh, from time to time, I'm going to take a book that I've read in its entirety and give you a full-on, full-scale review of the book, Pros and Cons. Now, I'll give you a couple of heads up on where I'm coming from. I'm a preacher from the Church of Christ, um, so I'm coming from a Church of Christ type of background. I am not a Calvinist. I am very much opposed to Calvinism. I am very much opposed to premillennialism. I am opposed to the AD 70 doctrine. So, as I read through a book, I may read a book from a Reformed writer, uh, maybe a Presbyterian or a Baptist author. That's fine. I'm going into it knowing that maybe they believe in a form of Calvinism or maybe they have some other doctrinal differences from myself. And when I read it, if I make a recommendation, I do a book review, I'm going to point out where I disagree with the author along doctrinal lines. Um, I will also disagree with him along factual lines, if I believe he is factually wrong about some of the information that he has given. I'm going to be frank, straightforward with you. You don't have to worry about what I'm thinking or trying to follow me. I'm just going to be honest and direct with you. Um, I'm going to tell you if I like the author, why I like the author. If I don't like the author, if I believe the author is a dangerous author. There are some authors who write one book that is very good, but they are very dangerous outside of that one book. We'll talk about that. Um, I hope that I can introduce you to some books that are helpful, that will be encouraging to you, open up doors of learning for you, while at the same time uh, introducing you to new authors. There are a lot of great authors out there. I don't know all the great authors that there are. There's hundreds and hundreds of authors, and there's a lot of good ones. And But I want to introduce you to a few that maybe you're not aware of. Uh, conversely speaking, I, I hope that if you are a listener and you like to read a lot and you find some authors that are particularly helpful, send those in to me. You can send those suggestions to christianresearcher at gmail.com. I'd be happy to hear from you and to consider who you're reading after, but I'd, I'd appreciate you doing the same thing. Tell me a little bit about the author, what his strengths are, what his weaknesses are, what his backgrounds are, what baggage he may bring with him to the table Uh, What was it that caused you to read this particular author, and why it is that you're recommending him to me? Along those lines, when I do book reviews, um, sometimes I'm going to do book reviews about books that I've just finished reading. Other times, I'm going to give you a review of what I consider to be a must-read book or a book that had a big impact on my Bible studies. And I'll give you a full breakdown. Again, pros and cons, likes, dislikes, strengths, weaknesses, background, all that type of stuff and why you should read it, and where this will be beneficial, both in the present and in your future Bible studies. Along those lines as well, um, I want to provide books that I would recommend building your library around. A lot of times people come to me and they ask about books that they should purchase from me, since, you know, I sell books at ChristianResearcher.com, and I give them book suggestions. Um... When I started building my library, I didn't know much about books. And so I went to brethren who I respected, who were very well-read and studied brethren. Uh, Brethren such as my dad, Richard Bunner, Alan Bonifay, Ron Quarter, uh, Richard Goff, and others. And I asked them for their book recommendations. I, I made their long lists. I went through their libraries with each of them and made the list of books they recommended. And then I began to comparing the list and books that made it on each list 
those were the ones I targeted first and I bought. Again, uh, that's just wisdom speaking. If, if a brother has spent his entire life reading, I should build off of what he found beneficial and what he learned from and maybe consider avoiding books that he avoided or he wished that he had not read. There's a lot of books that I've read that I'm thankful that I've read and kind of regret having read, wasted my time on. So hopefully I can share some of that material with you and um, maybe others can share some material along those lines as well. Okay, another thing I'm going to do as I read through books, I'm going to share with you some kind of teasers, uh, little excerpts, quotations that I think are really good quotations that you uh, might should think about, the quotation itself, or that will tease you or provoke you into going and, and getting the book and reading it for yourself because it's kind of the tip of the iceberg to a much uh, more beneficial package, if you will. Okay, uh, another thing that I, I hope to do is share some of my weekly reads with you. Okay, so I have two reading groups on Mondays, two reading groups on Thursdays. We're reading material in each of those groups. So on a weekly basis, I'm reading kind of a set diet of stuff. There's about three or four books that I'm reading through every week. In addition to that, I find articles uh, here and there that I think are helpful. I, I subscribe to the Old Paths Advocate. If you are not uh, subscribed to the Old Paths Advocate, I would recommend that you do that. I think it's like 12 or 15 bucks for a year subscription. You get uh, mail out each month. It's very good. Another subscription that is free of charge is the uh, Christian Landmark Messenger. If you go to www.christianlandmark.com, you can subscribe to the Landmark Messenger. That comes out, I believe, once a month. It's really good material put out by Clint DeFrance and uh, Brother Shahe Jurgen and Bart Shaw. Uh, another read that I do, a periodical, is The Christian Expositor. That's put out by Smith Bibbins, Nate Bibbins, and I think Brad Shockley has some involvement with that. Uh, you ought to check that out. There's The Christian Informer that's produced by Brother Bill Ferguson. Uh, look up The Christian Informer. Contact Brother Bill Ferguson in uh, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. A lot of good material being put out there. So there's all these articles and uh, periodicals that I'm reading. Uh, there's articles that I find referenced in books that I look up and read. And there's articles that I come across just on the web or people have shared that I read that I find helpful. Um, in addition to that, there's other books that I read. Uh, there's books that I read maybe just a chapter out of. There's a particular chapter of interest, and so I'll share with you what I've learned from that chapter. I'll also share with you... Uh, how I discover different books. A lot of what I discover and what I read after, I've discovered through the footnotes of books. And so though a particular book may not be helpful, maybe in the footnote it provides material that is helpful. And I'll share with you some uh, some tips in reading it. And we'll talk more about reading tips uh, momentarily. Um, another aspect of what we hope to accomplish here is to kind of... Um, do a, a program I'll call Read With Me. Uh, it's a reading program where, again, on Mondays and Thursdays, I do reading groups. And what I'm going to do is just basically give out the assignment to anybody that wants to do the assignment. You don't have to be in the reading group. And you can do the reading along the way. And during our weekly podcast, I will discuss pros and cons that I found in some of the reading. So, um, though you won't be able to benefit from all of the discussion that takes place in my reading groups, you can benefit from some of the material. If you have questions about some of the re reading material, you're welcome 
to again write me at christianresearcher at gmail.com and um, we can discuss some of your questions about things. Um, hopefully along the way, different points, I will have some special guest appearances. Uh, hopefully with some uh, gospel preachers, people, uh, good Bible students who do a lot of reading and they can make some good book recommendations for us. They can give us some tips about reading, some things to be aware of in your reading and uh, help help us, again, build our reading knowledge. I'm always open to learning more about books, uh, learning more about uh, the Bible, and helpful and useful tools in doing that. That's why we have this podcast. I want to learn right alongside you. Okay, um, let's talk about some reading tips. We're going to have a section throughout a lot of podcasts where we focus specifically on some reading tips. And here's a couple of kind of concepts to throw out there that we will talk more about in the future. Number one, how do we find books? Both in how to purchase books and two, how to find good authors, how to find uh, new resources. Um, Again, one of the ways that I do that is in footnotes, and we'll talk a lot about that. Uh, throughout our episode looking at footnotes and consulting wise counsel. Uh, We'll talk about some healthy reading practices and some unhealthy reading practices. Um, One of the things that I think is is somewhat helpful to do is to have two categories of books, uh, books that are must-reads and books that I want to read. Those aren't always the same thing, but we'll talk about that some more. there are things that you need to be aware of. We've touched on this briefly, but um, an author's background is very important when you start reading him. And that's one thing we'll develop more and talk more about, uh, things to look out for. We'll also talk about publishing companies. There are some really good publishing companies, and there are some pretty bad publishing companies out there. There's, there's some books that you can know a good bit about the book just by who published it. Um, it's not always the case, but that does tend to be the case as a general rule. Uh, there are some exceptions to rules, but anyway, just throw that out there. We'll talk about some good and bad publishing companies. Uh, we'll have a mailbag. Uh, maybe some of our listeners have some questions that they would like to submit for our consideration. You're welcome to ask your questions. Uh, maybe you have a specific area of interest in Bible study, and you would like some recommendations along those lines. For instance, uh, you have an interest in uh, Old Testament history, and you're wanting to read more out of the book of Judges. Who would be some good authors to read in the book of Judges? Okay, a couple names that I could throw out there at you would be Del Ralph Davis, James B. Jordan, George Schwab. Those are some names maybe you haven't heard about, but we can talk about those and why they would be helpful titles to you. Now again, each of those guys, you need to know about their background. You need to have the kind of the whole scope of picture in mind when you go to read them, but some good recommendations out there that we can help provide. Um, Maybe you've read some material that we have discussed and you have some questions about it. You're having some difficulty with it. You can feel free to ask those questions. I can't always promise that I'll be able to get back to you on them, but I'll try to provide some some answers for you. Maybe you have a a review, a book that you would like to hear reviewed. And you think, okay, Nathan, you read books. I'd like to get your thoughts on this book. Let me say a couple things about that. First of all, um, I am open 
to the concept of reading books that people ask me to read. Okay, I'm not opposed to that. But I will make a couple of caveats, a couple of requirements. First of all, if you want me to review a book, you need to write me and make your request formal, formally and give me a couple of reasons why you think this would be a good book and why you want me to review it for you. Um, second of all, if I agree to review your book, I need you to send me a copy. I'm not going to go out and buy it. You can send me a copy. I'm taking out my time to to do some work, and so if you want me to review it, send me a copy. Don't send me a copy until I have agreed to do the review. But if I agree to do the review, go ahead and send me a copy. And when you ask me for a review, um, I will give a full, honest review of the book. You know, if you are an author and you want me to review the book that you've written, you should realize that when you send it to me, um, that you need to have some thick skin. Because no matter what book I'm reviewing, there are going to be pros and cons. You haven't written the Bible that's flawless. You've written your work, and there are going to be pros and cons. I'm not a big um, literary critic as far as you know writing styles. I can recognize really bad writing when I see it. Um, I can recognize really good writing when I see it. There's a bunch of average writing. That's fine. I'm not, you know, real stickler on grammar and things of that nature. But I am a stickler on content. If a book is pure, total fluff, um, and I realize that two or three chapters into it, I'm not going to read the whole book. And my book review may just be, uh, this was a worthless reader. There's not very much in this. This is just fluffy nonsense. If it's a book uh, that is of substance and is well-written, and I review it. If I agree with it, I'll let you know that I agree with it. If I disagree with it, I will also let you know that I disagree with it. I'm not trying to be mean and hateful and hurtful. I'm just trying to give an honest review of what I think is is helpful. Um, if you send me a book that you did not write, and it is a worthless piece of trash that people should not read, I will tell them that. And I will be very frank, and I will tell them why I believe that. If it is filled with Calvinism, I am going to give it a negative review. If it's filled with premillennialism, if it does not believe that the Bible is the full inspiration of the Word of God, I will note those things, and I may be very critical in doing it. Um, I'm just being upfront and honest with you about where I'm coming from and what you can expect from this podcast. I am not going to recommend books to people that I don't think they should read. Or that I don't think they can learn from. Okay. Now, having said that, not all the books that I recommend will you learn something from it. And there's a couple reasons for that. We have different levels of knowledge. Uh, most people probably have a higher level of intelligence than I do, and they're capable of absorbing much more technical information than I am. And so I may say a book is, is not very useful because it's so technical. And another person may come to that same book and say, this is not technical, Nathan's just dumb. And um, if I was, if he was as smart as me, he could get a lot of benefit out of it. Fair enough, you know, fair enough. There may be some books that I say this is too simplistic. But another person comes along and says, I thought this was really powerful. Okay, I understand that. That's part of the difficulty in recommending books. Uh, Brother Ron Quarter has a saying, he says, sometimes you find out more about the person than you do the book by the recommendation. 
And that may be true about the recommendations that I'm making to people. Um, I hope that you will find the recommendations beneficial, but that doesn't mean that you will. I've recommended books to people through the years that I thought were very beneficial, and I've heard back from them. They said, I got nothing out of that. Okay, that, that does help me. If it was because it was too technical, I know that when I make a recommendation to you personally, it makes needs to be a little bit easier. So having said that, whenever I review a book, I will review it not only on content, but also on the level at which it was written. If it's a technical book, it may be a good book, but I may not give it a full endorsement because I don't want just everybody going out and reading it. Because if you go out and buy it, you're going to be disappointed because you feel like you got nothing out of it. Okay, so there's a couple things to keep in mind regarding book recommendations and some things you can keep uh, expect out of us regarding book reviews and recommendations, reading programs, weekly reads, special guests, reading tips, um, teasers and quotes, all those things are going to be coming at you in weekly episodes of the Christian Researcher podcast. We hope you will enjoy the ride. And again, our number one goal is to provoke people to learning and loving to read. If we can do that, even in a small scale, this podcast will have been beneficial and we'll be excited to bring it to you each week. Again, if you haven't checked out our website, go to ChristianResearcher.com and check that out. Subscribe to our weekly news, uh, to our, not a weekly, but to our newsletter. If we have some updates we want to share with you, you can do that along the way. Housekeeping reminders, we will not ask you for money on this podcast, though we will make some book recommendations that we would encourage you to purchase. If you have any questions, you can contact us at christianresearcher at gmail.com. We'll be happy to hear from you and try to get back to you in a timely manner. As always, if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, you can do us a big favor by subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends and family members so that we can help grow our audience. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for another episode. Thanks. Have a good day. Better is our sacrifice. He paid the, he paid the price, the price. He paid it all upon the cross. No longer bound by sin or with eternal loss. He took my sin and washed it away. When I was immersed in that watery grave, I heard that gospel call because he paid it all.